All right, I, I mentioned at the beginning here earlier, it is National Corn Chip Day, and I wondered about this idea of people taking a bag of corn chips and pouring chili into the bag and then eating them out of the bag. Leave it to our engineer, Ray Templin, who lets me know they do the chili thing at high school football games. Who knew? What a mess. It's a walking taco. Yeah, but it's a mess. You reach into a bag, you pour chili in with corn chips, and you eat that? No, they give you a fork or a spoon. Oh, they do? Yeah, and you put lettuce in there, you put sour cream, you can put tomatoes. It's, it actually is called the walking taco. No kidding. Well, okay. I just I haven't been to a high school game in a while, so there you are, Danielle. You're uh, backing up Ray Templin on that one. Okay. For once, I'm backing up Ray Templin. <laughs> well, Ray's right a lot of times. He's He's got a lot of knowledge, that's for sure. Anyway, so I'm glad we got that settled. Now on to uh, important and horrific news that we'd like to not think about. And it's easy when we're thinking about heartbreak and the Lions, but the really important news is this sad, horrific news that three U.S. service members were killed, 34 more and counting people injured in a drone strike in Jordan. The president says the attack was carried out by Iran-backed militants, and he's going to do something about it. Well, let's see, because so far he hasn't. This drone struck near a a barracks, on a base in northeastern Jordan at night when they knew the troops would be in there asleep, cowards that they are. We should respond in kind times 10. Let's see if we do. A guy on top of the story, a Fox News correspondent, WJR contributor extraordinaire, Jonathan Savage, is following this sad, horrific story. Jonathan, good afternoon. Thanks for your help on this. What's the latest? Yeah, hi there. Nice to talk to you again. Um, Unfortunate about the circumstances, of course. And we're actually getting some more information coming through to us uh, very recently, which perhaps sheds a bit of light on how this was able to happen. Um, This base is called Tower 22. It is in Jordan, as you're saying, near the Syrian border. We didn't even know it existed until about 24 hours ago. The U.S. wanted to keep it secret. Apparently it's been there since 2016, but it wasn't kept secret enough uh, that a a group in Iraq uh, didn't know about it and were able to target it. Now, what we're being told is that um, that its air defenses at the base failed to stop this attack drone because an American drone was returning to the base at the same time. The drones were in the vicinity of one another. And essentially, that led to some confusion. So, yeah, a very tragic and and, and, and unfortunate situation, I suppose you might say. But none of that, of course, changes the fact that three American troops were killed, 34 were injured, eight of whom received injuries serious enough that they required evacuation from Jordan to higher-level care, where we're told they're in a stable condition. So the president says, quote, We will take all necessary actions to defend the United States, our troops, and our interests. I wonder if he understands that what he's been doing so far has done none of that, and that these guys are laughing their butts off at us and what they're able to get away with time and time and time again. This president attacks garages after he makes sure they're empty. So far... 
the US response, of course, has been not to target Iran, who many people feel are the puppet masters in all this. Iran says that it has nothing to do with it, as you would expect them to say. Um, the United States has, has targeted the direct perpetrators of the airstrikes, um, supposedly missile sheds and operation centers. And of course, from the likes of you, political pressure is piling up on President Biden to deal a blow directly against Iran. Now, what could that mean? That could mean targeting Iranian forces outside Iran, targeted Iranian forces even inside Iran, or perhaps um, a larger scale response against the militants who have carried out these attacks. Lloyd Austin, we're told the Defence Secretary, has been engaged in, engaged in discussions to figure out how to respond, and then President Biden will get a menu of options and he will make the decision. Um, the fear is the Turning the entire region into a battlefield, escalation is something which the U.S. government has said it doesn't want to have. Uh, analysts say we will likely see a stronger response, but it will be calibrated, they think, to avoid serious escalation. Oh, for God's sakes. When are they going to wake up and smell the coffee? That entire region is a war zone. That entire region hates America. That entire region wants America and Israel Wiped off the face of the earth. Why is that so hard for them to understand through all the actions that have been taking place? I don't know. If that's a, if that's a question for me, um, I think, yeah, that's a difficult thing to answer, I think, from, from my point of view. Um, the U.S., of course, has allies in the region. I think they would say that. They would say, look, we're, we're working with Iraq. We're working with countries to smash ISIS, to prevent ISIS coming back. We work with Saudi Arabia in security measures, uh, as well as uh, political and economic uh, relations with countries like Saudi Arabia. But as you're saying, there are many people there who don't want the US anywhere near the region. And that is one of the reasons why these extremist Shia groups exist. They want to drive out the 3,000 US soldiers who are um, attacking ISIS, who are stopping the narcotics trade, who are training uh, regional forces to battle them. And Iran trying to exert its influence in the region, trying to stir the pot, is the U.S. government and their allies say behind all that? Well, it, yeah, the president said he knows it's Iran. Iran continues their lies from their ministry, uh, saying, quote, Islamic Republic of Iran has no role in decisions by resistance groups on how they support the Palestinian nation or defend their people. However, this is not part of the quote, we will pay for anything and everything they want to do to strike out at Israel or America. Something right. which... I don't mean to be forcing you into saying these things, Jonathan, but it is a talk show. I know you're a newsman, but it is a talk show. I'm a talk show host, not a newsman, and thank God for that. Um, so I'm just, it's very frustrating to watch this happen time and time again and watch people get away with murder, literally get away with murder. Yeah, I hear your frustrations, and I know your frustrations are felt are felt widely. We're hearing quotes from politicians of all stripes demanding that the U.S. government hold those accountable. And I think in the next 24 to 48 hours, I expect we will hear more from the Biden administration about what they think is the correct response to this. We would like to just see the correct response. They don't have to keep talking. Their actions will be far louder than any of the words they've been repeating ad nauseum to us. And then 
What happens, Jonathan Savage, if they do not respond in kind? Boy, I'm telling you. Jonathan, always appreciate it. Never mean to put you in a bad position, but it's very frustrating right now. I hear you. No worries. Have a good day. You too. Jonathan Savage, Fox News correspondent, WJR contributor. Iranian-backed rebel group killing three American servicemen, injuring 34 others, because that's what they wanted to do, and that's what they did do. Now, what do we do? (sighs) News is coming up here, and brighter days with Focus and Paul W. Smith, WJR.